Hi, and welcome to Crypto Vibes Podcast, your weekly recap of news of what's happened in the world of crypto and Web3. It's always a moving target, and this week is no different. This week is pretty big because it's the week of the Bitcoin 2022 Miami Conference. It's kind of a big deal. We hope you've had a good week. I am your host, Neil Alonzo, and before we dive into today's headlines or this week's recap of headlines, we have to give a disclosure, and that is we are not financial advisors, wealth managers, brokers, CPAs, or lawyers. We're merely sharing the information that we discover across the web in our sources, and we cite all those sources in our show notes. This week, and starting with this episode, we're going to have more enhanced show notes on our website of CryptoPodcast.xyz. So check it out there because we have links to all the source information in a more enhanced fashion. If you'd like to receive each episode when we drop it from this podcast with show notes and an email, please subscribe on our website at CryptoPodcast.xyz. So with the Bitcoin 2022 four-day pilgrimage to Miami, Miami gets pretty buck wild. It's a wild town for those of you who might have you know, ventured there and tried to see some good times. We've definitely had some interesting moments there back in our history, especially the skateboard crew. Oh my goodness. But anyways, MIA Skate Shop for those, if there's anybody listening from MIA Skate Shop. So it was on Wednesday, started Wednesday on the 6th, and it ends on Saturday the 9th. So there's plenty of stuff that's come out of it. Already, the biggest headline is Peter Thiel calls Warren Buffett a, quote, sociopath grandpa from Omaha, taking aim at Bitcoin's enemies, Jamie Dimon and Larry Fink. Sorry if I got the last name wrong. Quote, it's a political question whether this movement is going to succeed or whether the enemies of the movement are going to succeed in stopping us, Teal said. Well, we have to agree a little bit on this one because it's not so much an old guard and new guard as much as an old mentality and a new mentality. Because regardless of your age, being open to evolution and the way things can become more efficient and just more equal in some aspects is what's really at stake here, but everything political is playing a heavy role into how crypto and Web3 are going to be adopted in the future, because it's more than just financial. But the reason why there's so many people involved is because it is so financial. From journalist Kyle Westaway, he has a tweet from an article regarding Fortune that we should check out. Um, His link to that tweet is in our show notes. Strike announced their launch with Shopify integration, bringing Bitcoin lightning payments to merchants. In their press release, this is the quote saying, we're proud to partner with Shopify to provide merchants with a cheaper and faster way to accept US dollars using Bitcoin technology, announced by Jack Mahler, founder and CEO of Strike. He continued, the Lightning Network is a global payments network that lowers costs, enhances speed, drives innovation, and improves financial inclusion and brings the power of choice to consumers and merchants. Now, mind you, that was written by somebody in the PR side of things. Sure, he said it, but... There's going to be so many more companies that are getting involved and integrating with Shopify. I mean, Shopify is not just for small stores because Reese Witherspoon also runs her platform on Shopify. You should check it out. The FDIC, which stands for Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, asks all banks to report crypto activities. All FDIC supervised institutions have been asked to provide the federal bank regulator with information about their, quote, crypto-related activities. Yeah, maybe that's why... Crypto companies, and we do crypto mining. We had a hard time finding a bank. You know, shout out to Mercury because they're the ones that hooked it up. These other banks, they're turning away crypto businesses, but a lot of them are getting involved in crypto in their own way. So I don't know, man. It's something contradictory going on. But 
Regardless, the FDIC is going to start doing more. If you're listening to a crypto or Web3 based podcast, you probably already heard this, but it should go, you know, not unnoticed on this one. Twitter names Elon Musk to the board. I mean, he's joining the board of directors and the company has limited him to amassing no more than 14.9% of its shares. It's kind of a big deal. Coinbase facing massive class action lawsuit over unregulated security sales. This is a longer read, but you should definitely check it out. The source link is in our show notes or on our enhanced website at cryptopodcast.xyz. Here's a question. Do you want to spend your crypto on fashion? Off-White now accepts it. Off-White will accept cryptocurrency payments in flagship stores in Paris, London, and Milan. Will consumers swap their crypto for physical clothes? We don't know. I mean, it's kind of interesting. You could buy that new outfit and what you spent on it in crypto could make that outfit worth a million bucks later on. But will it still be in a million dollars worth of shape? (laughs) That's kind of a funny one. If you look at it from that purview. Because we are in the mining game, this is something important to us too. But what could happen to ETH miners, you know, Ethereum miners, once Ethereum 2.0 happens? There's a big community of Ravencoin, Flux, Beam. There's lots of proof of work that's really looking for us. But there's a good read piece in our show notes. Restaurants, virtual stores, test consumer appetite for metaverse marketing. So that means Wendy's and Chipotle join a growing number of companies exploring the potential of virtual worlds. So not only in real life, but in the metaverse or altiverses are my co-host on our other podcast, Brandon, likes to say, they're going to chip us out on guac even in the metaverse, in the virtual world. Kevin Smith to issue comedy horror film as NFTs on Secret Network. Quentin Tarantino is another filmmaker who released Pulp Fiction NFTs on the same Cosmos-based blockchain in November. Something interesting about Cosmos, they've been growing a lot more in popularity, definitely for adoption, because it's also being used by Binance's smart chain. So you should check it out. Again, not investment advice, but you should check it out. Luna Foundation Guard adds nearly $230 million of Bitcoin to their stack. The foundation now has a bigger exposure to Bitcoin than the U.S. electric car maker Tesla. Damn. Dell Tech, Chainalysis, Robinhood, and more join Crypto Market Integrity Group. A total of 30 companies have joined the Crypto Market Integrity Coalition, new acronym CMIC, and signed its pledge to combat market manipulation. Market manipulation. Robinhood's definitely seen a lot of that. Top U.S. lawmaker proposes sweeping stablecoin regulation framework. The Stablecoin Trust Act would give stablecoin issuers a variety of regulatory regimes to abide by, but enforce disclosure and redemption requirements. This is something we're going to keep an eye on, and you should too. Definitely do your own due diligence, but this is going to become some interesting regulation. Sky Mavis raises a $150 million round led by Binance to reimburse Ronin attack victims. The funds from the round, along with Sky Mavis and Axie Infinity funds, will be used to refund users. That's definitely a good idea. You should read about this article in our show notes if you're one of those victims. Gemini, the exchange, has released a report saying that adoption hit a tipping point last year over inflation concerns. Quote, crypto adoption reached a true tipping point last year, becoming an established economic driver and valued investment across the globe, said Noah Perlman, chief operating officer at digital asset exchange Gemini. I mean, yeah. They're definitely putting out some good content, though. We've seen Gemini put out some really cool crypto and Web3 resources. So check out the link and maybe you find some more information that's helpful to you. Hardware wallet provider Trezor targeted in phishing attack. 
a malicious actor pretending to be a treasure sent a false email requesting victims to update their software and change their wallet pin. Again, do your own due diligence with any communication that you get regarding your crypto holdings. I mean, yeah. As crypto regulatory scrutiny builds, Gensler urges firms to register with SEC. Digital asset platforms are likely trading securities and should start working with regulators, SEC Chair Gary Gensler said. Of course, they want you to register with them. They want to be able to track it. They don't know how to govern it. I don't know. There's so many sides to this equation. Um, yeah, it's just going to be interesting to keep following. But there you go. In more adoption, Indonesia to introduce a crypto VAT income tax next month. Indonesia will be begin taxing crypto transactions by May 1st. Good stuff. <laughs> Everybody wants their piece. The question is, are they taxing in fiat? Or are they taxing in crypto? No, no, you already know this. I'm sure you've done your due diligence. Coinbase to hire 1,000 people in India expansion. The growth plan will quadruple the number of the exchange's employees in the country. Damn, Coinbase is growing. And it's cool to see. It's almost like they're being Google of crypto. Is that what they're working towards? Binance.us raises $200 million plus in seed round at a $4.5 billion valuation. Yeah, that just happened. Crypto startup Wiry being acquired by payments company Bolt for $1.5 billion. Not sure I'm saying this company's name right, so they definitely should talk with Bolt about the name. But in their statements, Bolt Financial, a payments-focused financial technology company, is acquiring crypto services startup Wiry Payments Incorporated, according to people familiar with the matter. Greenidge's Seneca Lake crypto project wins New York Supreme Court ruling to continue operations. Bitcoin mining company Greenidge, Greenidge Generation Holdings, GREE, won the dismissal of a petition filed by the Sierra Club and Seneca Lake Guardian to try to stop its crypto mining project at Seneca Lake, New York. Well, again, we're a little biased because we obviously offer crypto mining services, but this is a good thing that they won. But here's the thing. It seems like a lot of forces in the United States are pushing out a lot of the people trying to grow crypto. So if things keep getting offshore, that's a cause for concern for the United States, in our opinion. But again, you know, do your own due diligence. We found an interesting thread about tokenomics. So there's a link in our show notes. It's a good read. But for those who don't like the word tokenomics, it's probably the same people who don't like the word gamification. But here's the thing. Labeling. Things makes it easier to understand or get to know quicker. We know that buzzwords can annoy people. We know that jargon can annoy people. But if you have better suggestions on the word of tokenomics, please share on our messages, you know, in the comments, DM us, because we're open-minded and we have thick skin. And closing out the week, OpenSea welcomes Solana Beta. Solana's low gas fees and fast transaction speeds make NFTs accessible to all. And on OpenSea, you don't have to choose between liquidity and control when you list your NFTs, stay in your wallet until they're sold. That's their pitch. That's their value proposition. OpenSea is going to be expanding, and Solana is the first outside of Ethereum that they're doing it with. It's going to be cool to see. So if you found value in what we're doing here at the Crypto Vibes podcast brought to you by Fort Brox, please share with others. You know, the obligatory, shameless plug. Please like and subscribe. But if you really do find value, we'd be really appreciated if you shared it with others. Good Soup Music is the group that put behind our intro and outro song. It's a good bop. We hope you dig it. Thank you, guys. 
I am your host, Neil Alonzo, and you should check out our other podcast. It's the Fort Brock Crypto Podcast, where we interview people into crypto and the tech behind it. It comes out every other week. Again, we hope your week has been good to you and that your crypto portfolio keeps going up.